1: But as you've been hearing and as I mentioned on our newscast throughout the day, you've been hearing that the federal government has made that announcement on banning single-use or certain single-use plastics uh, by year's end. Um, So I had mentioned about the plastic bags and the styrofoam takeout containers by the end of this year. It will also affect plastic straws, cutlery, stir sticks and six-pack rings that hold cans and bottles. Uh, uh, Sean Stepchuk is the director and co-founder of Waste Free Edmonton. Sean joins me this afternoon. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah it's great to have you here. So your initial thought when you heard this news today Sean? Well it's good.
0: It's good that we now have more firm deadlines in place of when they're planning on these things happening but I mean we've known about the ban for for years now and uh, so this isn't really is isn't really much new, it's just a little bit more certainty per, for people and businesses.
1: You know, there's a lot of folks out there saying, okay, you know what, this is, you know, just a drop in the ocean, if you want to put it that way, that they need to be, we need to be looking at other countries who are polluting and who are, are causing much more grief than Canada. And I hear that nonstop on my text line. Whenever we have a conversation like this, uh, Sean, what do you say to those folks?
0: Well, I think we have to look here first, and and I agree this is kind of a a drop in the ocean, uh, but even domestically. Mm -hmm. Uh, These items are really the lowest of the low-hanging fruit. Uh, they, they're the easiest things to, to get rid of and the greatest harm because we don't really need most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we'd like to see is the government take steps, uh, other steps about plastic waste. I mean, think about all of the packaging that you get in grocery stores, mm-hmm. uh, that most of it is very unnecessary. So, yeah, it's a drop in the bucket, but I, I think we have more to look at here at home and not just pointing the finger elsewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's easy to do that, right? Uh, you know, Sean, it's easy to, well, but what about, but what about, but what? What about? And we hear that uh, quite often. When you talk about that excess packaging, it's surprising to me that that hasn't been targeted more. That that hasn't um, been pulled back a whole lot more than what it has been. That than than, than what it is.
0: Yeah, nobody likes it. Um, it costs the manufacturer more, which they then pass on to the consumer to to pay for. And then we have layers of plastic and boxes and, that we then have to deal with and, and then the, the city has to deal with hauling it away and putting it somewhere and then there's the environmental consequences. So yeah, I, I would think that would be another one of those easy wins to try to, to target whether it's uh, municipally, provincially or federally. Uh,
1: when you're taking a look at the, at the municipal level I know that uh, in an interview earlier today you said you know, some of the things that the, the municipal the city of Edmonton is doing uh, on, on its own is, is, a, is, is going to have a bigger impact um, you know, locally. Tell me about that.
0: Well, the federal ban is just on these six specific items that you mentioned, and only plastic or styrofoam. Uh, so, really, it, it's limited in scope in terms of what it addresses. Great that it's countrywide, but limited in scope otherwise. Uh, the municipal bylaw that's in the process of being drafted, which is what we've been really pushing for for years, goes beyond these six. Plastic items. It deals with other materials, uh, substitutes, if you will, things made of paper mm. or uh, or wood or or these kind of fake. Uh bioplastics and it addresses other things like uh, like disposable cups which aren't addressed by the federal ban so it it really is a a bit more comprehensive in a lot of ways.
1: Sean Stepchuk is the director and co-founder of Waste Free Edmonton joining me this afternoon. You know uh, I was listening to an interview earlier today and uh, someone said you know really again it's 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 not a huge announcement we knew that it was coming but I think for some folks it is going to you know it takes me you talk about about, you know, reusable straws, reusable straw or, or uh, recyclable straws. Let's put it that way. They tend to tick a lot of people off. People don't like them, right? Uh, they don't. Um, you know, those pla- or those paper straws. A lot of folks don't like them. But I think that this is is in part just you know changing a, a behavior. You know, it's behavior modification, which will eventually lead to, okay, well, we just end up doing it. You know, when I got my little, uh, you know, I was told by the city that I had to now start recycling. I've got my black bin, my green bin, my little food scraps thing. I didn't want to do it, but I do it, and I do it no problem now. And I, I think sometimes it's just a, it's a push in the right direction. What do you think?
0: Yeah, well let me tell you the truth, I don't like paper straws either, Um, (laughs) I I find them somewhat useless in most situations, but that's how I feel about straws in general. Unless you're someone who has, let's say, a disability where you require the use of one, most people really don't need to use a straw, and we we spoke with businesses who made a simple switch um, from putting a straw in every single, let's say, highball glass to not doing it. Uh, They received virtually no complaints, Mm. they saved thousands of dollars a year in straws, uh, and then they did something that was good for the environment. So it's it's kind of a win-win-win. A so I think people will, will get used to this very quickly. And if you're someone that just everything that you drink you want to have out of a straw, well, you can get a metal straw or a bamboo <laughs> straw. And th- the fact is, like you say, people will uh, – some people are reluctant to change, but these aren't big changes. And that's why uh, these are what I say the lowest of the low-hanging fruit is because they're they're really – They're really not that big of an impact on most people's lives.
1: Sean, uh, these styrofoam takeout containers—I know a lot of a lot of restaurants, for example, have uh, switched already to uh, to a a paper uh, type of 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 takeout container. I've seen that a lot of the lot of places that I go to, or if I order in uh, from some place. But I remember having a conversation; it was a couple of years ago from someone who was really pushing to um, allow folks, if you're going to a restaurant, to bring your own containers to uh, be used to take home leftovers. Do you ever think we're going to get to that point where that's acceptable, that that will be commonplace?
0: Uh, I'd say it's already entirely acceptable, but no, no, not commonplace. Uh, I mean, if you think about uh, coffee as an example, right, it is now in, in the public mindset that it is totally acceptable and normal to bring your own Uh, your own coffee cup with you if you're going to go get coffee every day. I've been personally bringing my own Tupperware if I ever go eat out if there's any chance of me having leftovers I've been doing that for years Uh, same thing with with takeout and most places there might be some questions but most places are happy to oblige and the fact is it saves them money too Uh, now they don't need to to have that particular product Uh, so I think that that is something that's going to be be becoming and part of what the city's been talking about is encouraging Uh, businesses to Mm -hmm. either accept them or to encourage them. So, yeah, I I think that's the the next logical step in the the single use reduction.
1: Sean, we'll leave it there this afternoon. Always appreciate your time. Thanks for the conversation. Thanks so much. Yeah, take care, Sean Stepchuk. Again, the director and co-founder of Waste Free Edmonton, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Let me know your thoughts. I know we've been talking about it throughout the day on the show. Uh, Lorraine says, Jay, we're making such a fuss about these smaller plastic items when our huge items like fridges, stoves are made of plastic. Yeah, they're so. Made so poorly, they break down after a few years, cost more to repair than buy new ones. And these monstrosities end up in the landfill by the thousands. But let's stop using the teeny plastics. And I, and I, and I get that. And to quote my colleague, uh, you know, Shay Gannam, you know, the, but what about conversation? Doesn't really get us far too far, right? But what about? I mean, it, it does have to start somewhere. Right. And oftentimes it is those small changes, those ones that will eventually they will build, they will um, they will uh, they will continue to build and they will grow. Jason says millions of discarded fishing nets in the oceans are the biggest threat to marine life right now. Is there anything we can do about that as well?